It is now time for the Don't Let the Door Hit You on the Way Out Psalm. Once in a while, you have to celebrate everything you did to help your friends and classmates. Have a party, it's fun to create. Have some wine, but make sure to hydrate. Well, that psalm perfectly summarized the upcoming staff party. We're going to celebrate our staff by taking them to Mystic Mama's Wine and Shine Emporium, a bed and breakfast and event venue space. Pastor, can we afford to host a staff party at Mystic Mama's venue? I heard she charges 200 bucks a night for a room. I heard she charges additionally for the wine she makes, as if $200 a room wasn't a felony already. I heard the tour around the vineyard was overrated and that we'd need a light sweater. I heard that she butchers her guests for voodoo spells. Mm, Suzanne, you heard what? Oh, I didn't hear that. I just like to circulate rumors. Suzanne! I got a great deal, mainly because I'm giving Mystic Mama some advertisement space for Mystic Mama's Wine and Shine Emporium, a bed and breakfast, and event venue space. Oh, so this is why the church bulletin has an ad for Mystic's Mama's Wine and Shine Emporium. A bed and breakfast and event venue space. And that's why there's a large poster in the bathroom for Mystic Mama's Wine and Shine Emporium, a bed and breakfast and event venue space. And that's why those pens I stole that were next to the intention sheet had a small ad print on them that said, For Mystic Mama's Wine and Shine Emporium, a bed and breakfast and event venue space. Exactly. After all, there's no better place in the Tri-County area than Mystic Mama's Wine and Shine Emporium, a bed and breakfast and event venue space with vineyard tours, wine tastings, party space, original dinners and breakfast. There's plenty to do at Mystic Mama's Wine and Shine Emporium, a bed and breakfast and event venue space. If you need a good place, one that could be leather or lace, then check out Mystic Mama's Wine and Shine Emporium, a bed and breakfast and event venue space. Western Elijah made the church, non-dominational made of birch. They hired Liv, a new secretary, after the old and stole money unfairly. Carolyn volunteers, my surrounds the choir, Jonathan doesn't work, yet he's still hired. There's no judgment at the non-denominational, some say things around here get inspirational. Pastor, you wanted to see me? Yes, please come in, Claude. This is very hard for me to do, and I'd have Elijah here, but he's not good with these situations. You mean situations where he's forced to talk and not sing? Something like that. Elijah's also practicing for the regional district multi-faith singing competition semifinals. <laughs> I can hear him butchering Celine Dion from the rectory area, as if Celine hasn't had enough. I'm just going to cut to the chase like a knife through Manchego. Manchego is not an easy cheese to carve. Sorry, wine and cheese party on the mind. Claude, we're getting audited. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. You guys spend more money around here than the Kardashians on spring break. Pre-babies. Oh, are you interested in being the bookkeeper? You have the monocle for it. The only numbers I run up is my bank account when it comes to good food and chic clothes. I understand. Good food and chic clothes are important. Uh, you ate a Hot Pocket this morning and you're wearing a tablecloth for a shirt. I'm not sure what you know about good food and chic clothes. Oh, I thought the tablecloth print was the new look. The new look? For who? The blind bitch from the little house on the prairie? I'm sorry that we have to let you go. Ugh, I'm gonna miss you. So this is just because you can't afford to pay me, not because 
of the prison escape that happened on my watch? No worries. I blame Caroline for letting those prisoners escape. Well, as long as it's not on me. Oh, I'll miss you too. But I guess this is it. Well, Liv, Caroline, and skank-ass bitch Jonathan, I've been laid off. Funny, that's like the only thing about you that's been laid. You salty-ass bitch. I'm going to miss sparring with you. I guess I'll have to find some other hooker to yell at. Mm, and while you're at it, why don't you go hook yourself another bucket of Long John Silver's fried filet of fish you saltwater taffy trollop? It's a shame that you don't recognize the beauty of a thick man, considering you're stuffed into those pants as tight as a can of sardines. At least I'm actually covered, Mr. Bi-Size Medium to pretend I'm thin, but in actually an XXL in real life. And here I thought you weren't hiding in the closet anymore. Just hiding in my closet to check my shirt sizes. Shopping in my closet for your latest skank. I'm, I'm sorry, didn't you just get fired, Claude? <laughs> you can't even afford a Macklemore's thrift shop, baby. Slut shaming me isn't going to work, you moose. Clearly you can't be shamed. You're more immune than that bitch from the movie adaptation of My Sister's Keeper. Are we sure we don't have the budget to keep, Claude? I really like eating lunch to this entertainment. Sorry, Liv, just like the first and much better impressionist painter Claude Monet, this Claude here is old news. Old news? <laughs> that top you're wearing is old news. Rhinestones, where did you get that from? Britney Spears in her lucky face. You drive me crazy, you toxic womanizer. Why don't you get the if you see Amy out of here before I make you work, bitch, and don't let that door hit your fat ass on the way out. It's outrageous how big that fat ass is. It might be till the world ends. Damn, I think I have to give this round to Jonathan. I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Britney Spears references in one burn? Uh, oops, I did it again. Eight! Holy shit! Liv, it's been a pleasure. Likewise, I'll miss you. Oh, Claude, you remind me of a friend I met in the Carolinas. We were protesting mountaintop removal. I had just slept with one of the corporate leaders, threatening to flood the nearby local town. And my friend decided, Jesus, Carol Ann, I f***ing hate Claude too, but don't kill him here in the rectory. It's been a pleasure. Except for Jonathan, who can't pleasure anyone. Well, well, that's not what a man said last night. I feel like we just watched an eviction or something. Are we a reality show? No, Liv just strapped for cash, and we need someone to audit the strap of cash we do have. So Sharon still hasn't returned all that money. Hmm. She said it's all tied up in assets. Uh, I hate when things get tied up in my assets. More importantly, if we're broke, then why are we having a staff party? Because Mystic Mama's Wine and Shine Emporium, a bed and breakfast and event venue space is the only place to host your event in the Tri-County area. Pastor, stop with the advertising. We get it. Mystic Mama's Wine and Shine Emporium, a bed and breakfast and event venue space can sell itself. Agnes, Peter and Marjorie, Garfield and Gladys. Well, this is an interesting group. Trust me, Liv, none of these people are allies I would choose, but I guess I'd rather have Gladys on my side than someone like Barbara. What is this concerning? We're here to see the pastor. Some of the church feels excluded from the staff party. 
But none of you are staff members. Mm, Liv, uh, sweetie, I'm sorry. You've been the new secretary for how long? Two weeks? About eight months. Well, you're new and you don't understand. We all technically work here. Liv, you know I think Agnes is the most annoying old woman at this church. After Marcy, of course. But Agnes is right. We all put in a lot of work around here. Okay, let me see if the pastor's free. Oh, hey, Jonathan. Peter! I see you're working hard for the church. Don't overuse those muscles. Why do you need them? Peter, my mother wants to know what time we want to do brunch on Sunday. God damn it, Marjorie! Pastor, a small crew of parishioners have angrily gathered in the lobby. What kind of crew? Like a religious gathering or a mob? A mob here for a stoning. Stoning? Is this Justin and Justine again trying to get permission to get stoned during Mass? No, Pastor. Well, I'm on the phone with Desmond. Can you put down the phone and deal with our angry parishioners, please? (sighs) I feel like the parishioners are always angry. I don't blame them. What was that? I said, uh, let me go get them. Ah, thank you. Desmond, sweetie, I have to go. Oh, what am I wearing? (laughs) Just poncho I got in the Peruvian wilderness and some puka shells I rescued from a corporate zoo. Gotta go. See you tonight for some more spiritual work. Pastor, we're here to put in some complaints. I'm not surprised, Agnes. You always complain about something or another. No judgment, Agnes. Well, maybe if this dusty old church wasn't a hot mess, I wouldn't complain about it being dusty or a hot mess. No judgment, Pastor. We really should get a maid or something, Pastor Jamie. There's a lot of dust around here. No judgment. I haven't had relations in two weeks. I'm the dusty one in this church. You've always been the dusty one in this church. Yes. I'll make sure Carol Ann really hits the floor with the Swiffer. Are you here to complain about Carol Ann? She kind of deserves all the complaints she gets since she, you know, allowed the prisoners to crash the bus. No, we came to tell you that we think it's rude that we weren't invited to the staff party. But none of you are staff. Pastor, I run the Scondies Club. Peter and Marjorie do things. Gladys and Garfield... Well, I agree with you there. Maybe Gladys and Garfield shouldn't be invited. I knew Agnes would be the one to betray me. She's a dog, but she ain't loyal. I don't want to go to the staff party. Denise and I have plans. Oh, so you and Denise are hanging out? Well, we wouldn't want to take you away from that riveting time. We were going to watch a war movie. No surprise there. Just like war, Denise has been known to destroy lives. Agnes, we really need to work on yours and Denise's relationship. But Agnes is right. Denise is war. A waste of time and resources. Pastor, I'd rather work on breaking my hip than spending any sort of time with Denise. I'd rather break my hip and my ribcage. Okay, can we run this back? You all think we should open this event up? No judgment, Pastor, but this decision is not the bee's knees. We want to come to the staff party. I really want to party with Jonathan. Peter! Let me spell it out for you all. I love you all, to death and back. But this is a closed party. It's staff only. Well, that's just absolutely ridiculous. I want the one. I don't know who I feel about that. I am conflicted. Back to you, Marjorie. Well, I'll be honest. That really just burns my buttered rolls. I'm sorry, you're baking butter rolls right now? No, I'm actually baking bread right now. It's getting so yeasty. Oh, I bet you are, skank. 
It's Friday night around 8 p.m. And everyone has shown up to Mystic Mama's Wine and Shine Emporium. Well, I mean, I wasn't going to ignore free drinks, a free night at a fancy hotel, and free brunch the following morning. Yeah, you're usually used to paying your own way on brunch in hotel rooms, aren't you, Liv? Says the guy who is a regular at all the local hotels. (laughs) Girl, you know if the guy can't host, then you shouldn't give him your toast. That proverb sounds straight from the Bible. I'd say straight from my mouth, but I don't like anything straight in my mouth. No offense, Jonathan, but you're more familiar with hotels than the bellhops who work for them. I hope Mr. Mama hired extra security in case Sharon tries to lift some bottles of wine. Mystic Mama, thank you so much for hosting our party. Absolutely. I've whipped up some Italian whites and Jamaican reds just for all of you. Take a seat around the table. Well, I just want to thank everyone for all your hard work. Thank you all for coming, except for Troy, who is currently away for the weekend at the Clue-themed Mystery Orgy Party. Yes, I make a lot of costumes for you all. She makes me the cutest stockings. Don't you, cutie pie? Cheers! Cheers! There's really one person in particular we should thank. Oh, well, I did do a lot of hard work around here, didn't I? We should all especially thank Sharon for all the hard work she's done since she's seen the light. Oh, Oh, shucks. I'm just doing what comes naturally to me. Uh, Just like how stealing is natural for you. Oh, I feel like the younger son of the prodigal son story, constantly underlooked, always second place to the first place son who ran away with 50K. Carol Ann, that story is strictly Catholic. Pick a more applicable multi-religion passage next time. Oh, but cheers to us! Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. What time is it? Why are there smooshed grapes all over my body? Oh, I'm so hungover. Wait, what if I can't sing? Pastor, what if I ruined my voice in a drunken stupor? What if I can't participate in the regional district multi-phase singing competition semifinals? Well, can't, can't you just try to sing now? I don't even know if I can sing. Pastor, what if I can't sing? Oh, wait, I can. All right, now that we have that covered, let's go see if anyone is as hungover as us. Oh, Pastor and Elijah, we've been waiting for you before we begin brunch. I made eggs benedict and bruschetta. Honey, from the teen club at Scone, what are you doing here? Well, ever since the career day we had at Scone, I've been working part-time here. I've learned so much from Mystic Mama about being a spiritual entrepreneur. Uh, Is spiritual entrepreneur code word for scammer? (sighs) Well, I'm glad someone benefited from career day. Maybe we should host another one. Mmm, let's not. Honey has been learning the ins and outs of the business. She came up with a good idea to make honey on the property. Honey came up with the idea to produce honey. How fitting. We're going to import some bees and make a sanctuary behind the house. We're going to make lavender honey and vanilla honey. Is everyone as hungover as Elijah and I? Oh, I haven't been this hungover since I got into a drinking contest with J.D. Salinger and Toni Morrison. You drank with who? Wait, I'm too hungover to handle that information. I think Fran and Benny got so drunk that they, like, died. 
What? Fran and Benny died? No, and please don't yell, Pastor. I just said that they look like they died. They're alive. I mean, you can hear their snores all the way down the hallway. Well, I don't drink, so I'm not hungover. Oh, good, good for you. Ah, of course you didn't, bitch. I have a big day ahead of me. I couldn't let wine steal my energy. Maybe the wine should have stolen your energy. Then you'd know how people feel when you steal from them. Sharon, does your big day ahead of you include stealing from the bank, and then stealing from Target, and then stealing from the poor? I'll have you know. Oh, thank God, I need some food. Marcy, what are you doing here? Pastor, don't you remember? I came over last night. When? Did someone invite you? Who invited Marcy? Oh, hell no, I didn't invite Marcy. I invited Marcy. Oh, I know, I didn't call her. I certainly didn't. Well, let me fill you in on the details. Cheers to us. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Well, good evening, everyone. I brought along a brick of cheese to go with all this wine. Oh, Lord, it's that wannabe singer. She is not a singer. She can't sing. It's like how I can't write English. So I'd never call myself a writer. What kind of cheese is that? I told you, it's a brick of cheese. Made in the Abrico Mountains in Italy. Oh, the Abrico Mountains are gorgeous. Perfect for a kid and get away. Marcy, this is a staff party. You're not part of the staff. Um, excuse me. If I'm not considered part of the staff, then neither should Carol Ann and Sharon. They are volunteers, just like I am. Except I volunteer things this church actually needs, like vocal talent, fashion sense, and good contacts around town. Good contacts around town? You don't know anybody around town. Do you mean like you wear good contacts? Well, we know that Marcy definitely doesn't have vocal talent or fashion sense, so... How dare you, Jonathan? I will have you know that my good contacts include the secretary to the chief of police, the son of the city's ex-comptroller from 1999 to 2007, and the owner of Cocktails by Cookies. We all know Bethany, the owner of Cocktails by Cookies. She tried to turn Elijah into a pony. Oh, I still blush every time I look at a horse. I couldn't even listen to that Old Town Road song. Oh, Elijah Child, you better stay away from Mystic Mama's animal rehabilitation farm. I've got two mares, two stallions, and a donkey in that farm. You rehabilitate animals too? Yes, child. Who else but Mystic Mama? Okay, I remember Marcy showing up. Thank you, Pastor. More like, excuse you for coming. I'll repeat what I said last night. Without me, there'd be no vocal talent at this party. Marcy, this party did not need vocal talent, and it still didn't have vocal talent when you arrived. Speaking of vocal talent, these eggs, Benedict, are truly the best vocal talent at the table. Thank you, honey. Thank you. I made the holiday sauce with a bit of THC. I don't remember much of last night, actually. Mystic Mama's wine made me loopy, but I do vaguely remember doing something that I regretted doing. Oh, sorry, that was my phone. I have it set to play string music whenever I get a text from Stacy, our child violin prodigy. Well, now that you say it, I remember Jonathan telling me, like, a huge secret. What? I, I did? Uh, are you sure I did that? 
Oh, well, I'm very sore. It's like I got ran over by the shuttle and left for dead. Again. Weird, you'd think that Carol Ann herself would be behind the shuttle in that hit-and-run situation. Well, Carol Ann, you did fall down the stairs yesterday. What? what? Jesus, what? Oh, yeah. It was pretty early in the night. Oh, all right. This wine is making me have to pee, just like the time I peed off the side of the Grand Canyon. Let's see. This is... Oh, this is probably the door to the stairs. Oh! Ow! Oh! Ah! Owie! Ouchers! Owie! Oh! Ah! 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 Oh, a bone! Ah! Oh! Oh, oh dear, that's gonna hurt. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, yikes, that's a protruding bone, I think. Oh. We were going to call 911, but you insisted you were fine. I do have a history of being drunk and refusing medical attention. Thankfully, I used some of Mystic Mama's mysterious salve to whip those wounds better. You have a salve, too? Are we like on the set of Shark Tank or something? Oh, well, that explains these bruises and my broken thumb. Caroline, are you sure you don't need to go to the hospital, like, right now? Oh, don't worry, Liv. I'll swing over to the hospital after brunch. More importantly, why do I have grapes smashed on me? Ah, I wish I had grapes smashed on me. Oh my gosh, I remember! You remember that you're in the presence of a celebrity? Yes. Most people seem to forget that fact when I'm in the room. No, I remember Jonathan's secret! Jonathan is... Wow, this Piscato is like... <laughs> well, it makes me more patient with Mystic Mama's fake accent. That's how good this Moscato is, Liv. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I haven't been this drunk since I broke up with my boyfriend. Sounds like a bad story, but I have a good story. I'm seeing someone. <laughs> what? Ooh. Okay, it's not someone at Scone. Dating at Scone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd rather date an actual Scone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, an actual sky. <laughs> There'd be crumbs everywhere. I hate crumbs in the <laughs> Okay, here's the thing. If I tell you this, you can't tell anyone, okay? Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Is not Peter? No. Tell me it's not the married to Marjorie, a woman, and they have a son named Ricky Peter? Not the Peter who definitely likes men, but manages to hide that repressed sexual desire. Okay, Liv, no, it's not Peter. Cause, uh, But also, I'm not going to address that men-edges joke. I'm not drunk enough yet for it. But Oh my gosh, are you seeing Claude Monet? Ew! I knew the two of you just needed to f- Like, I needed it so badly. Uh, like, uh, Okay, mm. I thought we were drinking wine at eating acid strips. Okay, calm down. Claude Monet and I are like oil and water. And clearly he's oil if you looked at his derriere. And we're also like both bottoms. So that's just not going to work. <laughs> Besides, I told you, Liv, it's not someone at Scone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember. Okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, no no judgment. No judgment. <clears throat> so, who is it? Remember the prisoner? Which one? We had, like, ten prisoners come out. Just the one I was talking with, Silver. The one who's getting out, like, in two days and is, like, a massive drug lord, but, like, has a really sweet poetic sign to him that no one understands. Oh, oh, I remember him. Hi-ho, Silver. Not really the poetry part. I just remember he kept, like, saying Silver's drugs are gold, which was, like, pretty cool. Yeah, it was a good catch line. But listen, I... I've been kind of seeing Silver. 
Oh, Jonathan, no. What? He's hot and Silver's really sweet. He sells drugs, like crack, like bad ones. It could be worse. Silver could be selling heroin. You know, I bet he is. Okay, he might be selling heroin, but he has standards. Jonathan, I've watched you date all sorts of crazy boys. Yeah, true. Remember Thaddeus who cheated on you at like a truck stop or something? <sighs> of course I remember Thaddeus. And remember Frank, the guy who you broke up with because he wore too much floral? Liv, Frank looked like a garden. I'm sorry, am I dating the botanical gardens or something? And Chandler... Who could forget? Chandler with no D in his name, but a great D. And remember Bradley? Uh, I thought Bradley would be perfect because Bradley could sing the Bradley Cooper lines in The Star is Born. But he wanted Gaga, and like that wasn't going to work out. I mean, the song may say we're far from the shallow now, but you know I'm shallower than Marcy at a Marcy playground convention. <laughs> I don't think you... Dating an ex-con drug dealer is a great idea. Live, live, I've grown up lately. In case you can't tell, I couldn't tell. And I feel responsible now. I, I feel like I'm able to hold down a relationship. Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan. You could barely hold down your own eyes when a man walks into the room. But that's everyone. Didn't you, like, just hit on Peter <sighs> earlier when he came in to complain about the party? Like, <sighs> that was, like, five minutes ago, sweetie. Liv, Liv, I'm in a relationship. Not sexually defunct. I'm not, like, one of those, like, ballless eunuchs or something, okay? I can't just, like, not look at the candy when I'm in the store. As I mean, I'm going to buy it. But, like, as in, li- listen, Liv, Liv, you can't... Tell anyone it's secret. It's like a new relationship, and you know how people are around here. Mm, okay, fine, fine. I won't say anything. I promise. You're drunk. I've better promise, because you know how Pastor and Elijah get. They'd be worried, and they'd say no judgment, but I'm gonna judge you. And when this is a bad idea, then there'd be like a song and a lesson that we'd all learn and shit. Listen, listen, Jonathan. Jonathan, it's fine. It's fine because I am drunk. I'll I'll probably forget that we talked about this. I never wake up and tell them that you're dating an ex-con who was recently a prisoner at our prisoner rehab. What? What? I'm sorry. What's happening? I was rhyming concession stand with pomegranate for a new song. What's the title? Fondling and pomegranates? Liv, you just told everyone that I'm dating an ex-con. What? Sorry, Jonathan. I'm hungover and I forgot it was a secret. Jonathan, which prisoner is it? Please tell me it's the nice guy who accidentally got involved in that armed robbery at the pet store and then accidentally shot that turtle. Listen, I'm not in love, but it's maybe getting there. I don't know. What is this, a Disney movie? You just met the prisoners a week ago. It can't be love already. Well, as we know, Pastor, gay time is a thing. Gays move quickly. Is that true? Oh, it is, Liv. Gays walk quicker, they think quicker, and they move quicker like panthers. Mm, I love a nice panther. Oh, I do too. The panthers are my favorite punk rock band from New York City. Is that a real band? Absolutely. I have all three of their albums and an additional EP they did called Let's Get Serious. Speaking of getting serious, I don't know if it's a smart thing to date a drug dealer who just got out of jail, Jonathan. 
Well, remember the lesson we learned last week, Liv. The lesson that Scone shouldn't try and rehabilitate prisoners who are willing to steal the prison bus? I thought we learned that prisoners have a right to a second chance. Are you speaking from experience, Sharon? Silver wasn't caught up in that stolen bus business. I pleaded on his behalf, and they're still letting him out next week. All I had to do was compliment the judge. <gasps> oh, I know what I did yesterday. What? Did you drunk dial the members of Marcy Playground and demand to be allowed back in? No, I did something even worse. That's when I stood up and said, No, sir, I will not be allowed such musical atrocity to be on this album. Wow, you said that to Justin Timberlake. No, 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 no. It was Timberland. But you know the two of them are bros. Timberland was trying to recycle one of his drum bass lines for a track, and I was not having it. So what happened next? Oh, your singing is so terrible. I'm sorry. Oh. It was a whole disaster. I bet. I was pushed out of the studio, and someone from TMZ caught his on film. What? Next thing I know, Nancy Grace, she wanted to cover it on her show. Assault on women and everything in the music industry. Wow, so Nancy Grace interviewed you. Well, yes. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. wow. But I don't think they aired it. Wait, they didn't air it? No. Why? They bumped the story. I, I believe Nancy Grace had an exclusive about Jody Arias. You... Know how Nancy gets about scandalous female killers. She's like me at an industry buffet when there's coconut shrimp on the table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you always steal coconut shrimp. I don't steal it. I borrow well, it. Well, you use it. I have to say, Marcy, this wine really makes your stories intriguing. <laughs> Why, thank you. This wine also makes you sound not as terrible as usual. And, and to be honest, you're actually a good singer, Marcy. I mean, better than most of the choir, for sure. <laughs> thank you. Trust me, I know. Uh, Eli- Elijah, mm-hmm. have you been practicing for uh, the regional district? Let me get it. Uh. multi Faith. Faith. Yep, I got it. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Competition. Mm-hmm. Semi-finals? Mm-hmm. I was going to compete, oh. but uh, but then I realized I'm touring in Boise, Idaho that weekend. Oh, well, uh, I am practicing. I, I think I have some good stuff ready. I'm just... I'm just nervous. My my college nemesis Rachel Horions is competing. Oh, 
Rachel Ryan. Rachel Ryan's? Who is she? Some singer-songwriter from Toronto who has like a hundred succulents <laughs> and a pet dog named <laughs> Noodles. That's his ridiculous name. <laughs> Listen, Rachel Ryan's is very good, unfortunately. You can get her in front of a piano, a piano, or like a piano. keyboard or an organ. And Rachel can produce more tear water than when someone's mm. tortured with Adam Sandler straight to Netflix movies. You know what? Why don't we call this Rachel Ryan <laughs> <laughs> and leave her a little taste Ooh. of what to expect <laughs> for this competition? We really should. <laughs> okay, let's warm up those okay, vocals okay. first. Well, you too. Uh, okay. okay. Hi, this is Rachel Ryan's voicemail. Sorry that I was off singing some tunes or striking some musical moods. Please leave me a short message for me. Hey, Rachel, I'm I'm drunk, and I want to let you know that you're going down at the Regional District Multi-Faith Singing Competition Competition Semifinals Competition. Yeah, you're going down, Rachel Ryan. Arr, like... You're going down like the dance moves I did in Missy Elliott's Work It music video. Fun fact, I was a backup dancer in that video. Oh, that's cool. Here, Rachel, here's a little taste of what you expect. Watch out, girl. You're gonna get wrecked. I got the pipes, I got the pipes, I got the passion. Ooh, tell him Elijah, and you're nothing more than cow excrement. Marcy, thank you for helping me with that voicemail. Oh, Elijah, it was my pleasure. In fact, I think you're going to win regional Mm -hmm. just. Mm-hmm. Multi-fade. Yes. Singing. Come. 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 Let's match. Come. Come. It's Semi-finals. That's how good you are. I, I just, I can't believe I complimented Elijah last night. Complimenting Elijah is the terrible thing you did last night? Yes. I don't think you understand, Pastor. I can't go around telling everyone who sounds like a cracked bell that they're excellent. I have a gold standard to maintain with my compliments. Since when did you give away, like, any compliments, Marcy? Exactly. Ever? Exactly, Liv. Oh, Liv is right. Marcy's never complimented anything I've done. That's because everything you do, Caroline, is more mismanaged than Lana Del Rey's career. We we drunk dialed my college nemesis and current rival Rachel Ryan's? Oh no. Oh no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Rachel's gonna hold this over my head. And we sang on her voicemail? She's gonna have that forever. I get so flat when I'm drunk. That's... Not the point. Elijah, I'm very sorry that I called you a good singer last night. It's not fair to get drunk and lie to you like that. 
I think you meant it, Marcy. I think you think I'm a good singer. No. Elijah, I wouldn't call you a good singer, even if it was a choice between you and that breathy pitch bitch Christina Aguilera. They had her judging on the voice. She actually needs a voice. Well, most of last night has been explained, except that I am covered in grapes. Why is that? Why, Pastor? You don't remember what you were doing in that vineyard? Well, it wasn't just Pastor Jamie. Benny and I were doing it, too. Benny, Fran, what what do you mean? What are you talking about? Hey, cutie. Hey, baby. I take it the party is going well. I'm a bit tipsy, but I'm hoping you'd care to join me. Maybe we could get together in the vineyard. Oh, Pastor Jamie invited Desmond for a walk in the vineyard. That's fun. Oh, no, they did not walk. I'm trying to think of the German phrase for what they did. Sausage in the potatoes? <laughs> not you silly boy. I was thinking of Komenderlachen. But yes, there was sausage in the vineyard. Are you sure you want to have the sausage and the potatoes in the vineyard? I can't remember much of yesterday, but I don't think Desmond would have used that German phrase. Well, bastard, Jamie, you can't remember anything, so let me tell you the goddamn story. Well, come on, let's go have fun in these bushes. Oh, you naughty, sexy pastor. Wait, 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 wait. We don't need to hear the details of what I'm assuming was a steamy, fun, hot time in the vineyard. Ah, I want steamy, fun, hot details. But Fran, Benny, how did you know this? Because Fran and I are also cranking the handles in the vineyard as well. <laughs> Last night reminded me of the great Russian Revolution, strong hands tearing apart the flesh. Jonathan, does that sound like your last Friday night? Um, no. This flesh is porcelain. I don't allow it to be torn. Besides, Fran and Benny's sexcapades sound more like a German horror story they tell kids to stop them from misbehaving than real sex. So let me recap. Marcy complimented Elijah. Carol Ann fell down the stairs. Half the staff got their grapes off. And Jonathan is dating an ex-con. Uh, excuse me, Sharon. You're two steps away from being an ex-con. I'ma let that one slide because you didn't get action yesterday. The only one who didn't get laid yesterday. Well, this was one staff party for the books. I'll celebrate with another mimosa. I'm really glad we did this, even though we really don't remember the party. Mystic Mama is so happy you came. You'll have to come back once we start making honey. Oh, I forgot to add that Mystic Mama is going to charge you a few extra doubloons for damaging my grapes during your naughty cream of the cannoli in my vineyard. Oh, wait, someone made cannoli? That's my favorite. I remember when I was a young girl, we used to... Non-denominational season two was executively written and produced by Matt Rebar and Blaze Pratt. Leave a five-star rating and a comment rating if possible. Non-denominational sitcom podcast was co-created by Matthew Rebar, Blaze Pratt, Karen Adams, and Kelsey Shago. Music and sound effects collected from freesound.org, audionautics.com, and some originals by Matthew Rebar. Thank you to our regular cast of voices this season, which included Karen Jones, Annalise Rebar, Paul Laux, Jessica Lockhart, Emily Terry, Reggie Pratt, Joanna Molson, Julia Adams, Amy Adams, Kyle Pratt, 
Andy McGee, Jordan Yule, Michelle Morgan, Maria Cross, Dennis Baker, River Anwundinjo, John Toth, Scott Terranova, and others who contributed. Check out the website for more information at www.nondenominationalpodcasts.weebly.com or check us out on Instagram at nondenominationalscone. Until next time.